sin and we attach it to our needs, right? We're like, I need that. I, I just want to feel good about myself. My wife is really mean, or my husband is just not very nice, so I just need this over here on the side. I just need this over here to satisfy me. And you don't realize the effect on the back burner is that it's spreading slow poison through your life. Spreading slow poison through your life. And that eventually, the idea is that it will destroy you. Right? That's the whole thing that Satan wants. It's like, well, whether it's in five years or 20, as long as he's dead, as long as she's dead, as long as she's a train wreck at some point, I can wait. That'll be fine. Yep, just keep chewing on that crap right there. Excuse me. Just keep chewing on that junk right there, that poison right there. Such a weird message. (laughs) Such a weird message. But I just feel like, I feel like the Lord wants you guys to see something. And so if I go low and slow, I think maybe there's a better chance you're going to see it. Is that sometimes you have to make that choice. That you trust what's on the other side of that obedience. You got to trust what's on the other side of that obedience. If you don't see the future of what it could be like past that point of obedience, a lot of times the motivation isn't there. And sometimes you see God and you want God. This is where a lot of Christians who are like dealing with sin issues, they see God, they want God, they're pursuing God, but they don't like all the decisions that God has made. (laughs) And so they're reconciling their mind and their lifestyle and their past history with this God that they're witnessing. And I'm telling you, you got to push past the point of pain in obedience. But I'm telling you that obedience, it doesn't look like a yoke of bondage. Oh, hallelujah. Obedience isn't a yoke of bondage. What did Jesus say in Matthew? He said, Matthew 11, I think. He said, all you who are heavy, heavy laden, right? And weary, you want rest. Right? You want some rest? Anybody want some rest? It's the weekend. I want some rest. I want some rest. Anybody starting to taste the dissatisfaction of some sin? And they're wondering, I don't think this is going to work for me. I don't think this is actually going to work for me. You're going to need some rest. The yoke of bondage leads to destruction and death. Now, Jesus' yoke... Jesus' yoke. You ever heard of Jesus' yoke? Let's go to Matthew. I want to read this out. I want to read this off. If you'll open up to Matthew. Thank you, sir. I'm a sipper. Thank you, Johnny. Let's go to Matthew. I think it's Matthew 11. I wrote it in my notes. Yeah, 25 through 29. Let's read that. 25 through 29. All right. 25. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Babes, that's hilarious. Jesus is so funny. (laughs) Like, 
Can you imagine hanging out with Jesus? <laughs> I mean, you got the smartest guys in all of Israel just like trying to get him on a daily basis, <laughs> just trying to wreck him, make him look like an idiot. And he just somehow always slips out. He just always gets away. He's not talking to them right now. He's talking to the disciples, but I just think he's so funny. Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Got any babes in here? Got any people who are small in their own sight in here? Do you know if you're small in your own sight, God's going to reveal hidden things to you? If you just get that self-importance off you, he's going to reveal some amazing things. I just want to be a little baby. Yeah, I love what Heidi Baker says. I'm just like a babe in the dirt. Just nothing without him. Totally a wreck without him. Even so, Father, for it seemed right in your, seemed good in your sight. 27. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Son except the, or Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me. This is Jesus talking. Come to me. Some of you need to hear this. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Anybody want some rest this morning? Man, I could use some rest. All you who, are, who labor like slaves. The yoke of bondage. Mm. You know what breaks the yoke of bondage? It's the anointing. Some of you need some anointing in your life. Some of you are starting to feel the anointing. Hmm. Come to me, all who... <laughs> I warned you guys. <laughs> Come to me. Woo. <laughs> Whoa. <clears throat> Come to me, all you who labor... And who are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. I'm just going to repeat that one more time. For the people in the back. This is Jesus talking. Can you hear his voice this morning? Come to me. All you who labor. And are heavy. Laden. And I will give you rest. Let's get that sin off. Let's get that slave mindset off. Let's get unyoked. But what happens when you get unyoked? (laughs) This is what Jesus says, verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. What, What we were just talking about. Learn from me. If you have to learn something, it means you don't get something. If you think you have to understand it before you obey, I'm telling you guys, you need to get yoked up. You need to get yoked up. But why are there always conditions? Everything in life has a condition, guys. It's not manipulation just because it has a condition. It's not. Everything in life has a condition. The law of gravity. Anything that works in government, anything that works in school, there's always conditions. We look at conditions all day long. For this, this must happen, right? 
for fire to happen, this must happen. Okay? For you not to die of dehydration, you have to drink water. But it's so conditional. Everything has a condition. Everything has a price to pay. Everything. That's how the world was created. That's how it was made. Why does God always have these conditions? Because it's blessing training. It's blessing training, guys. He wants to bless you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. That means he doesn't put the yoke on you and leave you ignorant. A slave stays ignorant. A slave stays ignorant. He's just, this yoke is you hitting the spiritual gym. That's all it is. You're getting in the gym. That's what it is. He says, you actually still need the weight of something on you to be transformed into something. If you want to advance, it's not just about taking the yoke on and staying where you are. It's about, I want you to grow. I want you to walk in strength and increase in blessing. Obedience is blessing training. The greater the submission, the greater the blessing. And we think of blessing in materiality, like God gives you $10,000, whatever. But it's actually how you handle what you're given. That's the level of blessing. Because God could give you all this stuff and you could lose it in a week. You could not know how to manage it or not know what to do with it. So the obedience strengthens you. It's a yoke that strengthens you and prepares you for greater blessing. Do you want to be blessed? You know what that means? You attract goodness. You attract prosperity. You attract these things. Why? Because God will always send things to people who can manage them. Who can manage them? You want to be married? Get yoked up. God's going to teach you a couple things before you get married. And trust me, you're going to need it. Okay? You're going to need all the training you can get. All right? You want to have boyfriend or girlfriend? Get in your prayer closet. Get yoked up. Learn what relationship looks like. Learn what healthy relationship looks like. God will teach you that he's not the great manipulator. He's going to change your mindsets from conditional God to, I care about you so much that I'm requiring something of you. Good moms and dads actually require things of their kids. They require it. Not to control them. Not because I was controlled, so I must control you. That's not good. Don't do that but saying, I have a vision for your future that's for you. So I'm actually you requiring some homework to be done before I let you go out and hang with your friends. God's saying, get yoked up. Learn why I'm asking you to do these things, and I'm going to lead you into blessing. Does that make sense? All right, Cornell got it. So, For I am gentle and lowly in heart. He's not a slave master. He's not a taskmaster. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. Guys, his yoke is, it's easy. It's easy. You're like, but it's so hard. It's hard to put it on, but once it's on, you'll be fine. The hard part is just saying, actually, maybe I'm not as smart as I think I am. You just got to kill that pride a little bit. Maybe God actually is smarter than me. You're like, I don't know about that. (laughs) You'll get there. Don't worry. (laughs) 
for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Man, I'm, I'm really excited. I just feel like God's about to release something. I'm starting to discover that if I will just follow God's pace, and even when things seem unusual to me or weird to me, that if I will just follow and trust that he's up to something, even though some of you are falling asleep, that he's going to release something. So we're going to do things a little different this morning. I hope you're scared. No, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. I just want you to close your eyes, if you will. If you don't want to close your eyes, you don't have to. A lot of people don't ever close their eyes anyways. I don't know why. Maybe they're nervous. But it does help us to concentrate. So that I'm just going to say, let's close our eyes. All right. I just want you to see Jesus this morning. Nice beard, Jesus. You're looking good. Looking fresh this morning, Jesus. He's got a sash on. Does anybody see him with a sash? It's okay. You can talk. Anybody? Does anybody, like, see Jesus, but he's not wearing, like, Bible time clothes? Could you just raise your hand? I know. We all see him. With, oh, you? Yeah. I always see him, like, in robes and stuff. We all automatically go to, uh, you know, Bible cartoon Jesus. <laughs> got that great sash you know yeah and holy spirit i just ask that as they're they're looking at they're using they're partnering with the holy spirit in their imagination because the imagination is actually the whiteboard of the spirit and so holy spirit i just ask you to start using that and start to begin to reveal the nature of jesus through that and start to show him pictures some of you are going to start seeing pictures I just want you to see how Jesus sees you. Like, you know, you can tell how somebody thinks about you by how they look at you sometimes. I just want you to look at Jesus. And how does he see you this morning? That was a big revelation for me. He likes me. Weird. It's okay. It's okay to do this. All right. I just want... I want you to picture Jesus. He's going he's gonna to have something in his hands, right? We're just, Holy Spirit, we're asking you to inspire us this morning. You know, Holy Spirit reveals things through, through the imagination, through visions. You can look at it all through the Bible. And I just, I, I feel like the Lord's saying he's going to have something in his hands for you. And I just feel like it's a picture of your relationship whatever that looks like. And it doesn't have to be like a picture, like a Polaroid. I'm saying, I just feel like he's going to hold something in his hands and you're going to look in his hands and you're going to see something that's symbolic of your relationship. And I feel like it's going to speak to you. Anybody seen anything? It's okay if you're not seeing anything. Raise your hand if you saw something. Okay. Is anybody willing to share? Raise your hand if you're willing to share. That's a better question before I start targeting people. Okay. I'm just curious. All right. What did you see, Desi? I just saw him holding a key, and I, I just 
feel that he's telling me to let go of something because he's the key and he has the key to the satisfaction that I seek and need. And we just bless you with that, Lord. Just thank you for her boldness, God. And we just ask you to just manifest yourself as as the answer, the great answer, the great I am, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Steve. Right, Kayla. Um, right before you said God's going to show you something, and He's got something in His hand. I I actually saw Jesus coming right behind me, and He put His arm around me like a father, and then showed me His hand. And there was this little girl dancing around in his, the palm of His hand, and He was trying to show me that that was He was holding me, and um, and that so it was just right on. But That's so cool. I like doing that because God's so full of surprises. And I'm really non-conventional. I, I actually, the way we do like traditional ministry sometimes, I'm just like, I think there's more that we could be doing that could help people. Um, so that's okay. That's okay to do stuff like this. If you saw how I do youth, it's really non-conformist. <laughs> but we have some crazy God encounters. Um, so this morning, uh, I'm just going to open up I just feel like we're we're almost we're almost finished here guys. I just feel like there is something in the atmosphere that God is wanting to release for breakthrough over people. And so last week we're getting rid of disappointment. We're getting expectation on the unexpected that God can do anything. We're putting our hopes in him. But this week I feel like we need to unload some of the garbage. And some of that garbage isn't sin. Some of the garbage is how you think about yourself. Or how you view your relationship with God. Like, he's out to get me. Like, church is going to be miserable for you if you have the wrong viewpoint of God. Like, you're not going to want to be here. That's why most people don't want to be here, because they just don't understand what God is trying to do here. God, what are you trying to do? Did it, Let me ask this. I feel like this will help. Did anybody, when they first met their spouse, didn't really like them? Anybody? I just, I'm curious. Really, Kayla? Anybody else? Anybody else? Uh, okay. Well, I'm not asking, I'm not asking for details. Would you say that your perception of them has changed? Okay. I feel like the first impression a lot of people have, and some people just have been going to church for 20 years and they still are on their first impression of God, and it's the wrong impression. And we just, we just want people to get set free from that impression. We just want people to get delivered from their, their own thinking about how God is and that he's actually a loving father and he actually wants to, he wants to love you. And it, it actually looks different for you than it looks for me. What, how he expresses himself is actually he personalizes it for each of his sons and daughters. It's a personal experience with God. Just the way that he had personal relationships with his disciples. Did they all have the same experience with Jesus? No, they didn't. Why? Because they're different people. Unbox your thinking of God. Unbox it this morning. For you, those of you that, that are in sin and God's calling you, hey, I don't need your understanding. I need your obedience so I can bless you. So I can bless you. I really want to bless you. I really want to bless you. But I actually need you to put that down so I can put something else in your hands. 
Some of you think you have to do something because your marriage is struggling. And you feel dissatisfied with your marriage. But I'm telling you, you need to let God put something in your hands. You need to let God fill you with something that can bring resolution, that can bring harmony, that can bring peace. I'm telling you. Sin is not the answer for your, your marital issues if you're having trouble this morning. It's, it's not the answer. It's not going to help you. It's only going to destroy you. Even if you don't, even if you got a divorce, even if you got a divorce, you're still left with a mess. If you were feeding on sin during that, that issue, you're still left with a mess. You think you got rid of the problem, but you're actually the problem. Not that you're a horrible person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you need to change your mindset. Okay, so this is what we're going to do because I can feel people like, all right, it's, been, it's 10 minutes past. My belly's starting to rumble. All right, hopefully your spiritual belly's rumbling this morning. <sighs> Jesus fasted for 40 days. You guys can make five more minutes, right? <laughs> I'm meddling. I'm going to lay hands on people this morning. I, I'm really feeling just kind of an impartation anointing. Woo! Um, if we could hold the music just for a minute, don't start it yet, because I want people to stay locked in for just a minute. <clears throat> I don't have anything in me that can change anything in your life, like my natural faculties and intelligence and ability. Like, can't do anything. Actually, might make it worse. So. <laughs> <laughs> I may I might make your problems worse if it was if it's just me, okay? Um I feel like the Lord said if I will open the door for him that he'll come and and do some stuff, okay? So I'm just going to hold the door open. If you want to run out of here, I mean, do whatever you want. But I feel like maybe there's going to be some hungry people. And I'm just I really feel like him hovering over me. Not because I'm special or anything, but just because I'm just the one working for him today. Okay? So I didn't ship the hamburgers in to McDonald's. I'm just flipping the burgers. All right? So I'm just up here flipping spiritual burgers. All right? That's all I'm doing. All right? Double chi. I got you. Double chi. Hold the pickles. I got you. So... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so you coming up here is not saying Caleb I think you're going to do something because I'm not I'm not you coming up here is just allowing God to create an opportunity for impartation like you know Timothy got an impartation he got hands laid on him Paul would lay hands on people and they would receive something from his ministry. And I just feel like I get to be the burger delivery guy. I'm just your guy up at the counter today taking the order, all right? And whatever your hunger is for God, I just feel like it's open for whatever. So this isn't going to be like one of those calls like, all right, everyone who's steeped in sin, please come to the front. Life is falling apart. Life is falling apart. Please come. Please. Yes. Yeah, you're a horrible person? Horrible person. Yes, right here, please. Please. We're having altar ministry. We need really awful people up here. Convicted murderers. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think this is something different. 
I think this is God saying, sons and daughters, if you're hungry, come and if you're weary, if you need rest, if you want something, um, I, I really just feel like a grace to, to just minister to people, lay hands on them. Um, and you know what? Sometimes when people lay hands on you, you go home and everything's changed. Sometimes you get the courage to make daily decisions to change. Sometimes you get the breakthrough, and sometimes you get the walkthrough. Okay? All right, so... Put your expectation on him, whatever he wants to do. Just clean slate. That's the best way to receive impartation is just be like, God, whatever this is, whatever this is, I'm hungry for something. I got an appetite. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. Chipotle? I don't know. So I'm just going to open it up. If we could play a little music. And I'm just going to lay hands on people. Um, And Cornell, is it okay if I... You guys don't have to. You guys don't have to stay. Like, if, if this isn't for you, but if you are hungry for something, I really just feel like God's going to start ministering to people. Um, and what I'd like to do, uh, since CJ isn't here, is if you're not in here to partake of the Holy Spirit, you can partake from your seat. You can. You totally can. You can partake from your seat. And that's actually what I do a lot of times, is I'll just sit down and people will be getting prayer, and I'll just be like, God, you're doing something. I just want to partake of it. If you feel that, stay in your seat. But if you want to come and get hands laid on you and just receive something, some of you just need strength. Some of you, you need to step up here as an act of faith that you're going to get yoked up. Some of you, you need to get yoked up, okay? Uh, so go ahead and open it. Um, also, I, I really want to encourage you to... Uh, to be responsive in <laughs> uh, however way the Lord has led you to be responsive, you know, whether you, you know, take that step of faith and come up here and just let God do what he wants to do in your life. Just be totally available to him. Okay. And we're, we're going to dismiss the service for those who are not feeling that call. But if you stay in here, I just want to, I just really want to exhort you to, be deferential to the work of the spirit. Okay. Um, conversations and everything have those out in the hall, but, 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 but in here, whether you're up here or not, you know, just sit in your seat, be open, prayerful, ask the Lord what he's, what he's doing, what he wants to do, how he wants to lead you. Um, but just please be deferential and honor the, the Holy Spirit as Holy Spirit is ministering into the hearts and lives of people, okay? So let's honor this time because uh, uh, we need to keep it sacred and it's precious. Yeah, and it just creates an atmosphere of expectation if people are, are linking up in faith. Okay, that's what we want. So if you're not here to, like, partake of the faith and stuff, go partake of a taco, okay? You know what I mean? Go partake of a coffee do some or a nap. All right, it's open. And if I could have the actually the rest of the any available prayer team members, normal prayer team members up here as well, please.